Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Good Tuesday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, VSEN.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Sling Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. And leave anything out? All brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. Good morning to you, Jeffrey. How you doing, man? Good morning. Happy to be here as always. As always. Uh, good show today. Paul Spore continues baseball week on a numbers game where uh, yesterday he gave us a bunch of overs, <clears throat> pardon me, season win total overs that he loves. Today we'll talk unders with Spore and we'll start to drift into other markets, futures, also awards as well. If we have time, time permitting, if not, we just spill it over into another day this week. Uh, by the way, later this week, how about tomorrow? Roxy Roxborough with his annual appearance. For season win totals in baseball, looking forward to that as well. Uh, we'll also hear from Spanky today. Spanky will join us. Spanky is the creator and the man who runs Bet Bash. Bet Bash 2 here this weekend at Circa. For my money, the greatest single gambling conference, the greatest single sports betting conference, let me be specific, that will have ever taken place on planet Earth. How's that for hype? It's really true, though. I really believe that. We'll talk to Spanky about the uh, – no, no pressure now on him. Uh, we'll talk to him about uh, what's planned for this weekend for those who, uh, who, are, who have gotten their tickets and are ready to come in here. Uh, we'll talk about it from Thursday night on through Monday. Big, big event, panels, uh, speed dating kind of events, bookmaker brunches, just, just amazing sort of itinerary that he's put together. Dan Bespers hopefully will join us to talk NBA a little later. He's on uh, child duty <clears throat> child duty today as well. 
with his infant. So we'll see if it works out. But we look forward to that. Uh, we got to look into this NBA scoring title prop because there's interesting quirks. It requires a little mathematics. Are you excited for some mathematics later on the show, Jeff? Some arithmetic? No? No? Doesn't excite you? Okay. Well, maybe later. Isn't uh, it a numbers game? <laughs> it is a numbers game. I won't actually do I won't actually do it on a whiteboard. I'll just do it in my head. We'll see what we come up with. Uh, Drew Dinsick, though, joins us now, as always, to start the show on Tuesdays to talk, I don't know, anything we come up with, NBA, tennis, who knows what we drift into today. How you doing, man? At whale underscore capper is where you can find Drew on Twitter. I'm doing quite well. Good morning to you and Jeff and all the listeners. Uh, enjoying this morning the comeback of Stan Favrinka. Uh, in the world of tennis, he's playing a challenger event right now. Wow! Uh, in a battle against uh, Emer in uh, where Maribel of Spain. Uh, so interesting to see if we get some stand on clay this uh, spring. Will be wild. Uh, Mikhail Emer or Elias Emer? Elias Emer. Elias is moving him around the court pretty aggressively. Yeah. It's but but uh, you know stands uh, stands fighting. Uh, he's ne- never an easy out, even uh, off of uh, a year and change layoff. Uh, we, uh, we of course, we should mention that Drew has two podcasts. One is the Beat the, the uh, I should say, NBC Sports Edge uh, podcast, and that he does with Sarah Perlman. And, of course, there's also uh, the Deep Dive podcast, which he does with his buddy Andy Molitor as well, all where podcasts are available, NBC Sports, uh, NBC Sports Beat the Edge podcast, I should say. Um, okay, so let me just ask you about tennis right now. Miami Open, since you bring it up, wasn't going to start with tennis, but we will. Miami Open, <laughs> how has this tournament treated you? Do you have plays today? Because the Lord knows I know I do, which are coming up on the show as well. I don't have a ton today, but I, it's been a really enjoyable uh, tournament so far. Um, I I usually am a little let down by Miami. I am way more into Indian Wells for whatever reason. Um, but uh, I like the timing and the and the just the way that the um, you know the way that the action plays out. And this has been a very entertaining tournament so far, particularly on the men's side. Uh, you have a really really good field uh, here as we are now in the round of 16. Um, everybody in action today. And uh, it is going to be a very, um, uh, you know, it's going to be a very challenging to keep track of all of this stuff. Uh, only thing on my card, uh, Yannick Sinner money line uh, was mispriced, in my opinion. I get it. Nick Kyrgios is playing inspired tennis. <laughs> he has come out of nowhere mm-hmm. uh, this spring and really kind of shown that he still cares about the sport of tennis. And that's cool. Um, I hope that continues. Um, but Yannick Sinner is a very, very tough out, and uh, particularly on this court where he was a finalist last, uh, you know, last year in this tournament, um, I have a tough time believing that uh, he ought to be as big of a money line dog as he is. Uh, I got involved at plus 170. I think you can still get plus 165, plus 167 uh, if you look around the market right now. Um, and uh, I think this is going to be a competitive match. Uh, ultimately, if Kyrgios gets through, I'm not going to be sad because I love watching him play tennis. But, um, you know, Yannick Sinner is uh, is a pretty dynamic young talent. I think he's going to get the better of Nick today. All right. I got three picks coming up later on the show, actually, later this hour, because one of them goes to the top of the hour. So we'll get to that. Should I give the? No, I can't give the one now. I'll give the, I'll give them all three uh, coming Hopefully up. Hopefully it's like, uh, is it rude? Please don't tell me you're back in Nori. Not scam Nori. Cam Nori is my pick. Oh, at 8 no. <laughs> oh, no. Cam Nori. Cameron Nori is my pick at 8 a.m. Pacific. Since you bring it up, there it is at 11 a.m. Eastern, oh, 8 a.m. Pacific. Uh, I got it last night at a little more of a favorable price than it is now, but it's still, I, I don't know what it is right now, but I got it at, in the plus 120s. Last I looked, it was like plus 114. Still a little playable by my book. But, yeah, no, I did take Cam Nori. Uh, just the oh. data, sort of what you feel about uh, – 
about Sinner. I don't think Nori should be a dog, quite frankly, in this. I love Cam- I love Casper Root as well, but how the numbers work out, Cameron Nori's the play for me. Sorry. My reaction is he's been picking my pocket for a while now. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get on the right side of Scam Nori for whatever reason. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, Casper Root is a young up and coming guy, you know, I guess I mean, he's, he's busted. We worked his way into the top eight, so it's not like he's really a, an up and comer, but um, you know, he's uh, I still think he's got more room to grow and, and get better. And I'd like to see him make a run here, but uh, all right, man, well, what do you think, huh? Our futures look good. My ego looks good. You're Jensen Brooksby, although Jensen Brooksby plays Daniil Medvedev today. So we shall see, you know, that's the match of the day, and yeah. it, you wouldn't know it by the price in the market. That's the longest. Uh, he's the longest shot that's in action today on the men's side, which just tells you how good of a tournament this has been and how good of a round this is going to be. He's plus three, you know, three fifty plus three seventy five ish, uh, and that's the longest un- the underdog of the day. Um, I give him a decent shot here. Uh, Medvedev obviously not loving these conditions. Uh, Medvedev hasn't really been in the same mind space since he lost in Nadal at the final of the Australian Open, in my opinion. Uh, I think he's vulnerable, and I'm not going to go double down on Brooksby because I do have him 66 to one to win the title. But I'm certainly not taking my foot off the gas at this point. I think he can get the better of uh, Medvedev yeah. if he catches some bounces. Now he needed to grind out that win yesterday against uh, RBA, but RBA is a tough. Um, you know, mm-hmm. he's he's a uh, he, he's a similar style of player, and you know, you need patience. You need to. Uh, kind of that mental fortitude to get past a guy like RBA and same, you know, same skill set's going to come into play today against Medvedev. So I think Brooksby can uh, definitely do damage to the Medvedev serve. He should be uh, live in this one. You got nine lives with him because him throwing his racket around the previous <laughs> match, he should have been <laughs> bounced, man. I was like, oh no, this is how it's going to end for, for Drew on Brooksby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let, let me, let's go to the NBA. I just want to ask a question to start with. We'll get to some of your, if you have any plays tonight after the break, but you know, we've made a lot of, and, and justifiably, as so many people have, about how the Lakers now teetering, right? The Lakers are a half game up. If they lose tonight and LeBron is doubtful, last I heard, so it looks like he's not going to play. Um, doubtful, take that for what it is. If they lose, they are on the outside looking in because the Spurs have the tiebreaker. So we, we've talked about that enough. Um, and it, it, it right now looks like the Lakers being in a play-in is a dog, not a, not a favorite. On the other hand, the Brooklyn Nets had their triumphant return of Kyrie Irving the other day to a home game, right? The the vaccine mandate was lifted. Kyrie got to play at home, and he put up a stinker, and they lose to the Hornets. (laughs) And so they are, listen, they're going to be in the play-in. The only question is, where will they end up, 7, 8, 9, or 10? And I guess my question is this. While we're, you know, being, we're chasing the shiny object, if you will, the bizarro shiny object that is the Lakers and making fun of that, it just occurs to me that as the Nets have been the short shot to win the East, to win the to win it all for most of this basketball season, all it takes in a play in Drew is one bad performance like they had on Sunday. Are we not making enough of that? Like they are they are literally right, they're just forty eight minutes away from crapping out entirely. And on Sunday it sort of triggered it for me, like it's like it it's not an impossibility. Yeah, that I 
agree with your overall sentiment. And I've been thinking this for a long time. And I think we've talked about it on this show and definitely other places where it's like, if you love, you know, if you're, if you're so sure that the mandate's going to be lifted and then Kyrie's going to be available for every game, and you love the Nets, this playoff series, and you think Ben Simmons is going to save the day after the trade deadline. Like it was always to your advantage to wait because you were going to get better opportunities to bet them round by round, particularly considering that you're going to get a play an opportunity and you were going to be able to beat the futures price by a mile if you just roll over uh, series by series. And that still is the case because they're going to be meaningful dogs uh, in every series that they find themselves in, whether they're the seven seed or the eight seed, they are going to have to eliminate every other competitor in the Eastern Conference field, which is now full of very talented and good, you know, the, the real competition for them. So it's a very different perspective than when we started out the season uh, in terms of, you know, them being the proverbial, uh, you know, the, the presumptive, uh, you know, crown crown them uh, champions. But uh, I, I think at this point, um, you know, but if you were to tell me who, you know, who, where are the blaring warning signs between Brooklyn and the Lakers? It's absolutely the Lakers. I mean, the Lakers probably, I don't know that the Lakers make the play in even at no, this point. The, they, without a doubt, without a doubt. They could, they could land in the 11 and uh, LeBron could have, could, could call it a season. He's got the, uh, you know, he's got 30 points plus per game. He's probably going to win the scoring title. And I think realistically him shutting it down and the Lakers finding themselves in 11th would not shock me. Their schedule is absolutely horrific down the home stretch. They only have two games against teams that are actually, excuse me, they only have one game against team that is not trying to work their way into the playoffs in OKC. Every other game, they're going up against meaningful competition here and they could find them, you know, they could win one the rest of the way in and meanwhile the spurs get a ton of soft soft spots they got a bunch more games against portland uh you know who they were uh you know able to handle pretty comfortably last time so i think the lakers are in deep trouble all right five games in the nba tonight we'll find out if drew has any plays on those ask him about uh the mvp race as well I'm, i made a Nikola Jokic bet recently how should i feel about that should you bet it today coming back numbers game visa the sports betting network Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you, because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on v the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account. Start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older, physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. We get tweets at beating the book. Actually, we get we get text as well. Uh, Chris Valika, the bear. I was told there would be no math. <laughs> Gonna have some math a little later on. No, we won't have math. I'll just do it quick. Uh, these are the uh, these are the tweets. This is from. Do 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 do. Pardon me. This one is from. Oh, here's a, here's a uh, tweet from Spanky. Spanky will be on the show later on. He says, I'll be on uh, VEASAN with my man Gil uh, at 11 a.m. Eastern to talk a little bet bash. No longer trying to sell tickets as we are completely sold out uh, with a waiting list 30 deep. Listen, though, to feel excited or jealous, depending on if you have a ticket or not. Uh, Tim Fraley, jealous for sure, but will be listening to torture myself. Jordan Pagel, are we getting a baseball season megapod this year? You know what, Jordan? Uh, I'm going to try to. I, it, it sort of snuck up between March Madness and obviously the Masters coming and the draft. Yes, we'll try to sneak in a uh, an MLB preseason megapod with uh, Weingarten and Spore and company. We'll try to do that. Beauty Man, Cameron Norrie's plus 150 now is where he got it. Thanks for the early play. Be- uh, best of luck to all. Tim Fraley uh, can Nori, uh, got Norrie uh, Nori plus 135 at DraftKings. At DraftKings, rather, first play of the day, as well, as well Capper called him, let's go scam Norrie. Uh, Cody saw a plus 136 at FanDuel if you're into pinching pennies, he said. He got a better number. Uh, let's see, D-Gen Southern Gen. I don't know if is this factored into Whale Capper's uh, handicap, but I read today that Root is 7-0 against Southpaws in the last year. Only two of those matches on hardcourt, though, might be why you're getting Nori at plus money. And then, uh, let's see, Bull, uh, Bill Hooker, it appears we have another opportunity to... Uh, to uh, best of the stream, Nori plus one thirty-five. So that number has gone against me and for you, Drew. For you this morning, <laughs> for me emotionally. <laughs> emotionally, that's right. It's, it's, yeah, not not, uh, not not in not practice. In a, not not in yeah, right. Not in practice. I think uh, I think I thought the market was pretty fairly priced. Personally, you're like I'm um, staying but, as far uh, away from Cam Nori as humanly possible. Yeah. 
We didn't even mention Sissipas Alcaraz. Today. Well, okay, so I oh. I bet Alcaraz last night. I'm not giving it as okay. one of my picks today because it's like it was like 40 points gone, right? I, I got it at like yeah. minus 150 something last night. When I looked this morning, it was almost at minus nice. 200. So there's no nice. no point in me even bringing that up. I don't know what it is. There's now. been some buyback yeah. on uh, Sissipas, and I get it. Uh, Sissipas absolutely like he pl- he played was playing with his food yesterday, dispatching Demon Hour in uh, straights. Um, meanwhile, Alcaraz has carried his form from Indian Wells into this tournament and yeah. still looks like the second best player in the world right now, which is awesome. Um, so I think you made a great play, uh, but ultimately, uh, so, you know, Sissipas is uh, you know this will be the first time we've again kind of why today will be so entertaining in Miami. A lot of First time head to heads. Never seen Casper Rude play Cam Nori. Never mm-hmm. seen Kokonakis and Zverev play. Right. Uh, never seen Kyrgios and Sinner go head to head. Sissipas Alcaraz, first ever head to head. And then, as mentioned, Medvedev Brooksby will be a fun one as well. So, yeah. Uh, it's going to be a great day at tennis. Right, we'll see if we'll see if Kokonakis can give uh, Sasha Zverev some. Uh... Some trouble, which will be very interesting. Kokonakis, who was yeah. once a highly touted young player, but injuries have really uh, derailed his young career. Any... Yeah, he's got some very memorable upsets in Miami. Mm-hmm. You remember him beating Federer here? Uh, oh, that one was an all-timer. Right. Uh, he's 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 uh, he's he's shown some form in this in this uh, tournament for whatever reason. Yeah. Um. So. I got two more picks coming up. Besides Cam Nori, I got two more picks coming up here later in the hour. So people Tease <laughs> wait for them. Tease them. Tease them. Uh, okay, five games in the NBA tonight. What you got? Anything? Yeah, I played uh, the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. I think are is that's the wrong team favored. Um, I have them as meaningfully better than Philadelphia 76ers at full strength. And uh, I mean, maybe the market was a little concerned about the availability of Giannis. I think there's very low likelihood he misses this game. And I think the Bucks, this is their playoff tune up and they uh, and they pretty, you know, they come out and win with margin. I, I am not a believer in the 76ers either either. You know, I think ultimately they may get the one seed. They, you know, they may win the Atlantic still, uh, especially in the light of the, you know, the injuries Boston suffered recently. Um, but uh, the Milwaukee Bucks are a team that I, you know, they to me have moved clearly to the top, you know, top uh, tier of my, um, you know, power numbers in the Eastern Conference. And I think uh, um, they match up pretty well against the Philadelphia team that really has not figured it out defensively. We, you know, there was uh, a tiny window of opportunity where you could really gloss uh, that Harden move and what a great fit those guys were together and everything was going swimmingly through a few games and I, you look back on it now and it seemed like the way that those games were refereed where it was influencing it a lot more than actually being a good fit and Harden was kind of giving you a level of effort you hadn't seen in a while and now that things have kind of settled normalized so to speak um, you know a lot of the concerns and problems about the fit particularly on the defensive side of the ball seem to be manifesting on top of the fact that they don't have a great roster around those two stars um, and it's a huge question still for Doc Rivers to solve in terms of who he wants to have in his closing five. Um, and I just don't see any way that they can stop the uh, Bucks offensively the way the Bucks are operating right now. And where did the Celtics fall in your, in your rankings then? Oh, they were one B until the Williams injury. I mean, that was at, like, Ugh. it happened yesterday. And everyone that follows basketball that I care to talk to about it was all reacting in the same moment with the giant. I can't believe this is happening. Um, the Celtics were truly, truly uh, putting on one of the most impressive regular season runs that I can remember. Um, they were absolutely in contention for the Eastern Conference, and now in the absence of Williams, that they have 
virtually no matchup against the likes of Philly or Milwaukee in particular. Milwaukee was always going to be a tough matchup for them. They've never been able to figure out exactly what to do to stop Giannis from an, you know, getting his offensive contribution. Um, and now without Williams, I just don't see it happening. I think Boston, they may still make the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, they still match up fairly well against the likes of the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, they match up very well against um, you know everybody else in the mix here. Um, but uh, I think once they run into Milwaukee or even Philly, uh, they're in deep trouble. Could be brutal for Dan Bespris's 25 to 1 shot on the Celtics winning the Atlantic. Oh, uh, just would be what a. What a- they have a Dagger. much tougher, for what it's worth, they have a much tougher schedule coming down the home stretch than Philly. Like right now, as you kind of evaluate what's going to happen in terms of seeding, you absolutely have to consider strength of schedule. There are six to eight games remaining for every team, and the imbalance is absolutely wild. Like Philadelphia has four games remaining against the Pistons and Pacers. Uh, meanwhile, Boston's got to play, um, you know, the Grizzlies, the Heat, the Bucks. You know, you know they have a very, very tough run uh, of games remaining where after Philly is done with the, the Bucks game tonight, Philly probably wins out. Maybe they drop one to uh, the Raptors, but I, I don't. I just don't see it happening. So Philly probably finishes seven and one from this point. Whereas Boston, particularly considering what they're dealing with from an injury standpoint, their best. They, they are better served to kind of get some of their key, uh, you know, get some of those wings to rest um, and, you know, be a fully healthy, you know, particularly get Tatum some uh, some extra rest here between now and middle of April. Um, so I think Boston probably slides into that four or five range. Yeah. And it's and it's virtually impossible to figure out where Brooklyn's going to end up seventh or eighth. Oh, yeah. So it's like you can't really, you know, manage that. If even if I you will, were trying to, I I didn't mention it when we were talking in the first segment, but I actually have a pretty decent sliver of likelihood that Brooklyn works their way into the sixth seed. Um, hmm. There is a path where Toronto finishes five, Brooklyn finishes six, because Brooklyn and, does uh, have Brooklyn has the single easiest remaining schedule in the NBA. That's correct. Uh, they have one. They have one. I think they finish six and one. Realistically, um, I think they lose to the Bucks, and I think they win every other game down the home stretch. And honestly, their magic number is forty-four. Uh, I can see Chicago has forty-three wins right now, and if Chicago loses out, I won't be surprised. Um, they're three and a half point favorites tonight against the Wizards, which I don't agree with. I think the Wizards are the play tonight, um, but uh, the you know Chicago probably finishes with forty-four wins. Um, and so basically, if you're Brooklyn, you're trying to get six wins and finish one win over Chicago and get yourself out of a plan entirely. I think that's plausible. Um, and you know, to your point, the other teams that are kind of in the play in mix right now, I have rated higher than Chicago and Cleveland. Uh, I think both, um, you know, both the Hornets and the, uh, the Hawks are better teams right now, currently in their current form than both Cleveland and Chicago. So, uh, you don't really want to be playing one and done, uh, against those teams who can go nuclear offensively on any given night. So, um, you know, I, I would expect that Brooklyn does give you honest effort full, you know, get, get their guys out there for full minutes rotation down the stretch here and that they win you know six out of their last seven all right so milwaukee and washington is what i heard from tonight's card from you yeah those right? are the two i like the best okay yep. and then yeah, uh, 30 seconds here Jokic still plus money for mvp um it's going it's going against him the market is uh, solidifying around around um Embiid, and i think that just comes from the fact that you look at the standings and philly's in the one or two seed uh the last couple of days that people have checked so you think um, enough voters will be influenced just by the fact that denver even though they didn't have their second and third best players drew which would would seem to be a plus mark or a check mark in the positive for Jokic, they're going to read that differently 
yeah, Jokic is the MVP and is the best player, but the voters, they have plausible, they, they can go home and sleep well voting for a guy like Embiid now. Voters so are I think, dumb. That's yeah, terrible. But you might be right. Drew, thank you as always. Appreciate it. Hey, best of luck, guys. You too. Drew Dinsick at whale underscore capper. NBC Sports Bet the Edge podcast. And, of course, deep dive. NBA scoring title next. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. The NFL draft is right here in Las Vegas. And we'll have extensive coverage, including mock drafts from Matt Humans and Michael Lombardi, a former NFL GM, of course. VSIN host Mike Pritchard, who was a first-round pick, and Sean King, a Super Bowl-winning champion. They'll give you insight on what you can bet on. Also, legendary sports broadcaster and voice of the Las Vegas Raiders, Brent Musburger, will give you his draft uh, his draft best bets in our NFL draft betting guide. Sign up today to get full access to VSIN through the Masters. The start of the MLB, uh, the MLB season, that is, in the NFL draft, of course, for only $19. That's at vcin.com slash spring. Let me also add that uh, Matt Brown on primetime action, over 30 units on the NFL draft last year. Probably should include him in all of this. Just, just saying. It's a little editorial. How about some tennis picks? Here are the tennis picks. One given, two still to, two still to come right now. Yes, at the top of the hour, half an hour from now, I am on Cam Nori. Uh, I got Cam Nori at a slightly worse price than is available now. Some, some folks are reporting they can get it better than plus 130 now uh, in some spots. I'm seeing plus 130 consensus, but if you can get it better than that, go get it. So I got it at plus 129 over Casper Rude. That starts again in just less than half an hour over there in Miami. And then later today, two other dogs. I am on Danielle freaking Collins. Over Naomi Osaka. Osaka has been playing much, much better. Back to the Osaka of old. But I think Danielle Collins could break her today. Uh, Plus 164 uh, on Danielle freaking Collins. Though I will say that the number on Danielle right now is not as good. It's at plus 150. I would still play uh, plus 150. Don't go any lower than plus 140 on that. But I would play plus 150 currently. I got it plus 164 last night, so got the best of that one. And then Francisco Serundolo, plus 208 over uh, Francis Tiafo, Big T, as they call him. Uh, you can get an even slightly better price on Serundolo right now. Plus 216 is what I'm seeing. Uh, listen, Tiafo at his best is the better player and certainly the better player on hard courts. But he has not been playing his best. And Serundolo, kind of a revelation on the hard courts. Here and his numbers are actually very eye-opening, and so those are the three plays today. They're all dogs. Cam Nori coming up here very shortly. Danielle freaking Collins. It's her nickname. Not just saying it to be saying it. Francisco Serundolo, Nori Collins and Serundolo. Your three plays of the day. I did mention I'm also on uh, Carlos Alcaraz, but I got it. I got Alcaraz at minus one fifty-five last night. He's already at minus one ninety-six, so that has drifted way out of bounds. So the uh, the plays are Nori Collins and Sarundolo. Jeffrey Parles, ladies and gentlemen, plus one sixty-five still available here in town on Collins. So shop accordingly. You should be able to get the same number as Gil. All right, there you go. Very well done. Where, where is that available in town? Uh, Circa and uh, Superbook. So. You, oh, Circa's putting up lines on these now. Yeah. Okay. And that's actually where I played it. Very nice. Very nice. I like when they step into the fray on tennis. All right. So um, there is a prop available for the NBA scoring title. Now, we this was available before the season started at a, at a few shops. And we were looking to see if anybody had this up currently. 
And I looked around and I was like, I don't really see it anywhere. And I, and I texted Jeff and I'm like, hey, Jeff, you, you see this anywhere? And Jeff immediately came back. He's like, oh, yeah, DraftKings has it. I'm like, where are you looking? Uh, and he's like, what was the, what was the category? We've had top- I don't know, but it was, it was hidden in a category that I was surprised that it was there. And it was. Uh, I, I don't even remember what the name. Top was. trending. Yeah, there you go. We Seriously. couldn't we couldn't find it the old fashioned way, but we found it in the trending. But well, we got it. So there's three people in this market. It's LeBron James who currently leads the NBA scoring category. Uh, he's at minus one sixty. Joel Embiid's at two to one, and Giannis is right behind yeah, them. Giannis is over $4. Okay. So it's uh, so LeBron currently averaging 30.1 points per game, Embiid 29.9, Giannis 29.7. Now, as you know, uh, as we see here on the graphic, each of these guys has eight remaining games on their schedule. And here's the deal, in case you missed it again, with this NBA point uh, title quirk. So you have to play... To be eligible for the scoring title, you have to play a minimum of 58 games. To qualify for the scoring title, a player must appear in at least 58 games out of 82. However, a player who appears in fewer than 58 games may qualify as annual scoring leader if his point total would have given him the greatest average had he appeared in 58. Let me sort of translate that because that's kind of of confusing. Because what it sounds like, well, wouldn't you just extend the average? No. So, LeBron currently is at 55 games. Now, LeBron is doubtful for tonight's game, but the reason that you're hearing everybody say, well, he wants that scoring title, so he'll at least, he's not going to shut himself down, even if he doesn't care about the Lakers making the play, and he wants that scoring title bad. Remember he made that comment a few weeks ago where he's like, I just don't know why people don't consider me when they talk about me one of the great scorers of all time. And he probably will be the the NBA's all-time leading scorer when all is said and done. Only Kareem has more career points than LeBron does, but he wants this scoring title. He's only won one scoring title before this, I believe. So 30.1 points a game. He's got to play in at least three more games to become eligible, unless were he not to, let's just say he, let's just say he didn't play again this regular season, which none of us believe will be the case, but let's say he didn't. You would have to then take his total number of points, and instead of dividing it by 55 games, you would have to divide it by 58. So in other words, Jeff, it would be the equivalent, if he didn't play another game, of giving him zero points the rest of the, the, rest of the, uh, the three games in between his 55 and his 58 required. And then you would have to do the math to see what his average is. So not really an issue with LeBron, because none of us think he's going to miss the rest of the games. He'll probably play three more. He'll become eligible the old-fashioned way. And he's got a sliver of a lead, as you see, over Embiid and Giannis. And beat at 29.9, Giannis at 29.7. Again, LeBron at 30.1. Now, I just want you uh, just want to bring your attention to one other player, though, who is not listed on this. Who, again, if this prop, if, if this prop lingers up every day here, and if his name shows up, I just want you to think about it's a long shot, but just to give you an idea about this really strange quirk when you're betting these things. Kevin Durant, Jeff. Kevin Durant currently sitting on 48 games played. 48 games played and a 29.5 points per game average, which would put him right behind Giannis, not listed in the prop. The Brooklyn Nets have seven games left in the season. So at the most, KD could end up with 55 games. And he would only be eligible with the adjusted math 
right? You would have to assign him zero points for the mythical games 56, 57, and 58. Now, do keep in mind, though, that the Nets have the easiest remaining schedule in the NBA. The easiest remaining schedule in the NBA, a 427 aggregate win percentage for their remaining opponents. They play the Rockets. They play the Pistons. They play the Pacers. They play the Knicks. Among those games, Hawks, Cavs, and Bucks, the other three. So we did a little math here. What would it take? Let's say LeBron ends up with exactly the same scoring average that he has now, 30.1. So we're already making one one assumption here. But let's just say LeBron ends up with 30.1. He comes back, he plays his three games, but he lands on 30.1, and it's better than Embiid and Giannis. So there's a lot of ifs here, but just go with this. What would it take for Kevin Durant in his remaining seven games, factoring in that he'll need to have it adjusted for three games that they'll just have to add on mythically to be eligible, right, to win this, where he'll get docked points, uh, docked an average by giving him zero, zero, and zero. What would he have to average for the remaining seven games to have enough of a point total that even when you put the zeros in afterwards, he would still eclipse the 30.1? And the answer is he would have to average 48 points a game the rest of the season, 48 points in his remaining seven games. Now you say, oh, come on, he's not going to do that. Again, easiest remaining schedule. And what if he has one of these games that everybody else has seemingly been having, right? Kyrie's dropping 60 and Trey's dropping 60. It's not like Brooklyn doesn't have to play in these games. It's not like Brooklyn doesn't need these games. They do. They could get to the sixth seed, as Drew pointed out. If he had one game where he scored 59, then he'd only have to have 46 per game the other six. Long shot still to be sure. But I'm just saying, if he did that, if he got 48 points the last seven games, he would have enough to absorb the zeros afterwards to still eclipse LeBron James. So just keep an eye on this and then see what happens with KD tonight. They're double-digit favorites in their game tonight. Just see what happens with them. If he puts up a big number tonight, it just becomes that much more interesting with such a small runway. Who would you bet on here, Jeff? I'm not certain LeBron is going to play. If they, As soon as they fall out, which they're going to fall out after they lose to tonight. Dallas tonight, mm-hmm. how many more times do we see LeBron this year? Will he actually play enough games to still win the scoring title? That dude wants the scoring That's title the bad. Thing. He probably will find a way to do it. I, I don't think this is a bettable market right now. Uh, and I truly think, Gil, that Kevin Durant will have to go George Gervin, David Thompson, and actually go together on both of them, mm-hmm. going back way back in the time machine, of course, of a famous scoring race in, in NBA history. I just thought I would love to see it. Jeff, He's not averaging 50 a game over the last, basically 50 a game. 48, Jeff. Sorry. Don't make it higher 40, than it needs to be. 48 a game the last eight games. Jeff referring to a final game of the 1978 season with David Thompson and George Gervin dueled for the title. 73 and 63 points alike. Coming back. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. 
Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM welcomes you with a special offer on the NBA. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any game, and if either team hits a three pointer, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet. Plus, you learn BetMGM rewards points that can be redeemed for online bonuses or converted into comps at over 20 MGM resorts nationwide. BetMGM, proud to be an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Download the app or go to betmgm.com and use bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 and free bets if a three-pointer is made in the game you wager on. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Still to come on the show today, Spanky to talk bet bash with us. Paul Sporer to continue baseball week on the show. He gave a whole bunch of season win total overs yesterday. He's got some unders today. We'll talk about uh, some futures, some individual awards as well. Get his thoughts all week long on that. Tomorrow on the show, uh, Roxy Roxborough with his MLB season win totals, an annual tradition around here. The great Roxy Roxborough in studio, founder of Las Vegas Sports Consultants. We'll get his thoughts on that market that uh, has just done spectacularly well through the years on this show. It's the one thing, the one thing he bets religiously still every single year. Uh, and Elihu Foistel will be on the show tomorrow as well. Uh, author and for uh, author, sports better, sports consultant, sports betting consultant. He's has had many hats through the years. 
um, was a ghostwriter for a newsletter that I reared my sports betting. Uh, I was reared on, quite frankly, sports betting, uh, the Pinnacle Pulse from back in the day. Uh, he will be on the show tomorrow. He will also be at Bet Bash. I am moderating a panel uh, during Bet Bash on Sunday that is called The Art of Sports Betting. Spanky will be on it. Elihu will be on it. Elihu Foistel. But Elihu will be on the, on the show tomorrow to talk about oh, a whole bunch of things. We'll get into a bunch of stuff, including parlays and what's good, what's not. I don't know. We'll see where we drift tomorrow into a whole bunch of stuff on the show. So we're looking forward to that. And then Jason Weingarten later uh, in the week, once again in studio, Jeff. How about that? In studio yet again from uh, Jason Weingarten. So we look forward to to that. Um, okay, let's review. These are all the baseball bets I have made so far. Um, as you know, all the Eagle bets in tennis, both last week with Indian Wells or the week before and now this week with Miami. But baseball, I've made a whole bunch of pre-flop wagers. Um haven't talked talked about my season win totals yet, but just in terms of player props, Jason and I, a lot of these are both Jason Weingarten and I, uh, we have together, and some of these are mine by myself. Nonetheless, though, here is the uh, the whole portfolio, and uh, if you guys can flash that up on the screen because there's a ton of them, but a whole, a whole bunch of them revolve around Corey Seager, first of all. Corey Seager, who I just can't quit. I haven't had Corey Seager bets in some form every single year. Uh, it has to do with barrels, has to do with contact rate. He makes the greatest contact in all of Major League Baseball. And uh, here's a, just a little uh, here's just a little thing. Once you make contact, good things happen. And when you make really good contact, really good things happen. He, of course, has trolled me uh, by getting the MVP in both the NLCS and the World Series and not for the full season yet. Uh, but I have him at 100 to 1 and 200 to 1. Jason and I have these together. 101, 200 to 1 to win. Um, to win the most home run title, right? To have the most home runs at the end of the season. He's a Texas Ranger now, by the way, for those who missed it. Also have him for AL MVP at 25 to 1. So those are the Seeger bets. More than anything, I think I like the RBI bets, though. Have Chris Bryant, who is playing now at Coors Field. And remember, the thing with Coors isn't homers. It's not about hitting the ball out of the park. It's the fact that the dimensions of that ballpark, the dimensions are wider than any other in Major League Baseball, San Francisco being second. But Coors, it's a prairie out there. Balls drop, doubles and triples galore. And so I've got Chris Bryant. This is also a Jason and me one. Chris Bryant, 75 to 1, most RBI. Freddie Freeman, 30 to 1, most RBI. He, right in the smack, you know, smack in the middle of that Dodgers lineup at 30 to 1. Those are the two I think I like the most. Also an MVP, Kyle Tucker at 40 to 1. And on the NL side, Fernando Tatis, who's missing three months. That's why you can get him at, that's why we got him rather at 300 to 1. Cody Bellinger is having all kinds of problems in spring training. Have him at 100 to 1 to win NL MVP. Uh, I got Manny Machado uh, on my own some time ago at 50 to 1, sort of the opposite play on the Tatis Jr. thing where he's going to be out of the lineup and maybe Manny can, uh, can do all the damage. And I have Ronald Acuna Jr., 6 to 1 as the NL MVP. That along with the DeGrom Cy Young play at the bottom of the screen at 4-1. to one, Just two bets I make. It's like I don't even care that the number's not sexy. I'm just going to put it in the account, not think about it for six months. Wake me up in September and see where those are. And then Shohei Otani for AL Cy Young, both at 40-1 to one and 30-1. to one. And the question, uh, Jeff, that I've been banting around, I talked about this on Primetime Action last night, and I believe mentioned it uh, maybe before that, but certainly we talked about it on primetime last night, was with AL MVP, 
if Shohei Otani does exactly what he does, did last year, this year, in other words, if he's Babe Ruth again, both as a pitcher and a hitter, will voters, and we just talked about this to a certain degree with Drew Dinsick when it comes to Jokic and Embiid, do, do, and we've talked about in the past with LeBron and Patrick Mahomes, Will voters just say this year with Embiid and Jokic, well, Jokic might be the better player, but you know what? Ah, Philly does better than Denver in the standings in their, in their conference. Ah, I'll just give it to Embiid. I don't want to give it to Jokic a second time, which is brain dead and stupid. If Shohei Otani does the exact same thing this year that he did last year, and remember on this show, we used to talk about if he hits 20 homers. Oh, yeah, we talked about this already, Jeff. If he hits 20 homers, remember, before he ever won an MVP, I used to say all the time, what if he hits 20 homers, hits 270, has like a 3.6 ERA? Shouldn't his collective war make him an MVP candidate, if not the MVP itself? And then, of course, he shattered all of that, and he was so clearly the MVP. If he does any modicum of that, if he does close to the same, are voters going to say, for MVP now I'm talking, are they going to say, well... Been there, done that, we gave it to him. Why do it now, again? Or are they going to be like, yeah, he should get it. Of course he should. If the Angels are as good as I think they're going to be, which has been years now of me thinking that the Angels were going to be good and they've obviously stunk since 2015, you're going to get there again with Otani. I would be very surprised if he, if let's say he does 80% of what he did last year, Gil. Let's say he did 80%. That's probably the line of cutoff where it's like, all right, if he does any less than that, fair or not, he's probably not getting it. But if he does 80% of it and also, based off your bets and what Jason has said to us as well and Jason Weingarten has said to us on the show, the expectation is that he's going to improve as a pitcher, improving what he did from last year as well. It's pretty hard to keep the MVP away from him if he is 80% of what he was as a hitter and better as a pitcher. So I think he's he's very much alive, and I don't think you're going to run into that if it's similar to what he did offensively last year and the pitching is either equal or better than it was a year ago. You might be right. I just worry about stuff like that, right? Again, when we're, when we're handicapping humans, the flawed human brains of voters come, in, come into play. What are your favorite bets that you've made? I, I want one, one yeah. last thing on Otani real quick. Mm-hmm. And this is what I've been really going through the AL MVP, really the AL awards, both MVP and Cy Young, these fields are really weak to me. Very top-heavy. It's really top-heavy yeah. where it's hard to see a non-Otani or Trout uh, they win the award. I re- really am at that point where, of course, Aaron Judge could have a huge year for the Yankees. It's hard to see a Tampa Bay Ray as good as Wander. If Wander Franco couldn't, I know a Rosarena's teammate won it last year, but Wander Franco winning the MVP, like, based off the numbers, could absolutely happen, but it's hard for me to see voters vote for a Tampa Bay Ray. Vlad Jr. also could be in there. But other than that, maybe five guys and most in the AL where the NL feels really wide open. Yes. So I'm just in that part. Really what I'm looking at, Gil, is I think I'm buying on the Angels. Which is a dangerous oh, thing to do. Oh boy! Yeah, I, I'm I'm with what Jason said last week. Expanded playoff though, the that expanded helps. Expanded playoff really helps them. Mm-hmm. And there are, and I have to go through it and see which book is offering the best prices on the, to make the playoff because at least out here in in Vegas, they've been very slow to repost those numbers with a week to go before the season, with it being uh, six instead of five playoff teams now. But look, we've been waiting now for seven years for the Angels to get back to the playoffs with the elite 
high-end talent that they have on their roster. This feels like the year they finally get back because they've actually spent some money on actually having more than one pitcher that's competent. So the Angels are the team that I'm looking to buy stock on this year, Gil. You like the DeGrom, Cy Young play, just 4-1, to one, put it I, in the account? Look, if DeGrom pitches a whole season, he's winning the Cy Young. I, 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 he's looked awesome in these spring training starts. So, yeah, I, I look, having that in the pocket, if he get, the only way the number gets longer than that is if he gets hurt. How about this? Well, okay, so how about this prop that Felica sent us? Number of starts made in the 2022 season by DeGrom and Scherzer combined over under 47 and a half. I like it over because I'm pretty convinced Scherzer's not going to miss any starts unless if that neck really gets hurt. And I'm going to hope for the best for DeGrom because a contract year for Jacob DeGrom, just stay, stay upright. Make it happen. I, I'd go over on that as well. Coming back, Spanky and Paul Spore next hour in a numbers game at VEASAN, the sports betting network. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.